0: welcome to money savage savage approach personal finance this is george Grombacher and the time is right welcome today's guest the strong and powerful sarah potter sarah are you ready to do this
1: i am so excited thank you
0: excellent let's let's do this sarah is the founder and president of you can trade she is a professional retail trader and the chief education officer at trade station i'm excited to have you on sarah tell us a little about your personal life some more about your work and why you do what you do
1: Yeah, sure. So I trade for a living. Um, I've been doing that for a while now. And uh, through that process of learning how to trade for myself, I started sharing um, that journey and sharing how to do it. And I kind of decided that once I figured out how to do this, I wanted to be able to share this with other people, because certainly trading is a skill. And I wanted to be able to kind of share the realities of trading for real. Um so I started up a site and then that has grown over the years and it's turned into a place where I share I shared live trades and text trade alerts and courses that people could learn how to trade. And now it's grown even more. I we are now a subsidiary of TradeStation and on there we've got even we've got grown out this great community at You CAN Trade for all sorts of retail traders and investors that trade all sorts of different asset products and everything we do, all the coaches there, it's all about trading with live money, showing things authentically and showing what it's kind of like to either do this full-time or do this part-time. There's courses to learn and ways to just interact for community members just to chat with each other.
0: Well that's that's that is pretty cool right there. We are big fans of community and uh, certainly appreciate the impact and um, the positive the the, the, the all, all the positive things that having a supportive community around you and having access to to brings and I'm sure in in industry or in endeavor like trading, which is so technical mixed with extreme emotions, uh, that, that, that that's a pretty valuable thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I certainly advocate that I think the more this this whole area in in terms of investing and, and trading for yourself is not discussed very often openly. And it's really a big chunk of financial literacy. When you think about it, we we always talk about how to save money and we talk about, you know, what can you do in order to grow wealth? But then we kind of stop when it comes to the conversation about, well, now that you have some money and you want to try to make more money with the money you have, then what do you do? And I guess that's really where we're trying to be a takeoff point and say, yeah, there's lots of things you can do and there's all sorts of different ways to do it. Uh, We've got to remove the emotion, though, from that part of it and look at building out a skill and finding something that works really great for you. Uh, And then trading can actually be pretty fun.
0: Nice. So... I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, your thoughts on the whole active-passive conversation for investing.
1: Yeah, well, I would certainly have a pretty strong bias about (laughs) (laughs) being active, but you know what? I I actually think what's really important for everybody is to have a balanced approach when it comes to trying to make money, Um, and I and I think that starts with you know saving money I mean all of that is kind of part of the puzzle or the pieces that you need in order to grow wealth overall and so in that if you call it a portfolio or in that area I think people need to consider you know what am I doing that has more long-term outlook what am I doing to have more short-term outlook and then what am I doing to really do to try to take some risks to try to make a little bit more what can I do and I think you need to have everything I don't think you want to put all your eggs in one basket Um, so when I first started Trading, So I still have, you know, your traditional investment accounts and and, you know, that's fine. And those still sit there for me, too. I'm probably a little more active in those than your regular investor. I'm not like a set it and forget it. I certainly am involved in stocks where I'm holding those positions for years, like longer periods of time. But I actually do probably exit those trades. I mean, a lot of times we talk about, or you, you get involved in regardless, whatever investments you're involved in, even if they're just you know sitting in ETFs, people don't ever talk about exiting those. It's always like, well, I'm just gonna hold that till I retire. I think that there are opportunities to exit those trades when when markets or they've performed really well. You want to cash out of that and then find new opportunities. And so I do think that there is a bit of a cycle there that I wish that people did a little bit more. Um, But just getting back to just, you know, so you've got to have that on one side. But then on the other side, I mean, when I first started trading, all I was trying to do was make enough money for going out for dinner at the end of the week. So it it wasn't like, you know, I'm going to trade because I'm going to make a million dollars tomorrow. When I first started, I was just trying to take a small amount of money and I was trading with $10,000 at the time. And I was like, I just, I just want to be able to, you know, buy things that I don't really matter whether I can make it or not, you yeah. know, like all the fun stuff. I want to go for dinner. I want to have buy really nice bottles of wine. That was really important to me. Nice, <laughs> smart. And at the end of the week, if the trading didn't work, I mean, I was still going to have wine. It just wasn't going to be a really expensive bottle. It was, you know, it was going to be your cheap bottle. But I was never trading with something that meant, you know, that I was going to lose my shirt or I was going to lose my retirement account. It was just fun money.
0: Yeah. Well, I certainly appreciate that. What would, um, had, 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 had you considered other ways to make money? As, was, was this sort of like, it sounds like it's kind of a side hustle, but or, or had you always had a passion for, for the markets and investing?
1: So I have no financial background at all, <laughs> and so if anybody can learn how to do this, mm. I mean, everybody can because if I figured it out, you guys can. I I actually like failed high school math. Mm. I'm and everyone everyone thinks you have to be really good at math too to trade, and and you don't. Thanks to the technology we have today, you just have to know where to look. Um, somebody else can calculate those things for you. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, at at the beginning of my journey, it was definitely a side hustle. It turned into, I ended up leaving that full-time job. So it it did turn into a full-time gig for a while. And now I've cycled into, uh, I sold the business into TradeStation and now we're working on building out a larger community and a really big influence here in uh, in the retail trading space. So I'm back to working full-time, but I'm still trading. And that's the beautiful thing about it. To bet depending on what's going on in your life you can always scale up or scale down what you're involved in when it comes to that active portfolio that you're trading and you still have all your other pieces that are going along and you know the market's always there for you when you have the time um it doesn't have to be a full-time gig and it doesn't have to stay a um, a side hustle either
0: nice so i appreciate that always appreciate a little nuance sarah it's not a uh active or passive it's it's let's 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 put the whole puzzle together and it's not full-time or not at all it's it's figuring out how this can fit into your your current life and if you love it and you can learn about it then potentially it could turn into more so i i appreciate that we're living in this really cool time uh, at least from my perspective where technology is making investment management and 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 active trading it's bringing it right to our fingertips um what are your thoughts on, on apps like, like Robinhood and, and Acorns and stuff like that?
1: You know what? I think what all of these things are doing is making it really apparent that it's time. It's time for us. As a society, to say we now have the same access to the same tools that all those professional investors and traders did. There's no barrier to access anymore. And the more and more that these fintechs are coming into the space, the more apparent that is, which is very exciting for us because it now means we have choice. And we can decide what works really best for us. I think every platform has its areas of strength, and I think it's really about what kind of things are you looking for and what makes sense for you, and it's fantastic. It's also done a great job for us as retail investors to lower commission prices. So it's even more accessible today than it's ever been. And gosh, now that we're all working from home anyways, I mean, it's perfect to start kind of doing this on the side and, and all your tools are there for you. It's great.
0: Nice, yep, yeah. yeah. I think it's super cool. Um, and it was just it, it's it's pretty it's pretty dumb of me to 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 look at at an app like I was just referring to and to say, well, that's that's just a terrible idea. Um, I, I suppose my brain went to an analogy or metaphor for rock climbing, and yeah, if I don't know anything about rock climbing and I just run and start climbing a mountain without ropes, then that's probably terrible idea. But if I get passionate about rock climbing, then I can become a professional rock climber, a race car driver. So if I'm uninformed and I'm just hopping on some kind of a weapon of mass destruction and trading options and stuff like that, then I'm probably going to lose money. But if it's something I want to learn about and get educated, then that's a whole nother thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always give the analogy when it comes to trading, it's like when you first started to learn to drive a standard car or does anybody do that still? But do you remember (laughs) when we drove standard and you learned and you stalled it out all the time? (laughs) Or do you remember when we were driving it or I can remember I was learning how to drive and I was living in like the downtown downtown Toronto at the time. And so I had to get up this parking lot from a condo, you know, that like circle those underground parking lots. Mm. and They're so tight and I'm driving standard. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a car behind me. I'm totally going to stall the car. out, (laughs) Right. But at the end of the day, you stall the car and then you figure it out and then you just start driving and you don't think about it anymore. You get to a level of automaticity. And, and it's the same thing when it comes to trading or investing with anything. There's this blurry area at the beginning as you're learning this skill. And this is the part where so many people make mistakes. This is the part where people are like, well, I'm just gonna put it all on Apple stock and see what happens. You know and then it doesn't work and then they're like well forget about investing in the stock market i'm done with this but that's not learning the skill just as when you had to learn anything new riding a bike driving a car those things feel hard when you first learn but now that we've been doing it for so long you don't think about it anymore and trading gets to that same place it's just that we, I don't think as a society we've had enough conversations in that gray skill building area for people to realize that you can get to the other side, but it's about learning it and figuring it out. And then now for me, I mean, I've been doing this for so long and with so many like iterations of whether I'm doing it full time or not, I can quickly scan through the markets. I can quickly find levels and patterns and I can say, yep, I'm going to trade this or no, I'm not going to trade this. It's very efficient for me now. Um, and I don't think about it. And I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you, I don't have a hundred percent of my trades work like nobody does, but I do pretty well in the market because it's just easy now. It's like following a recipe, but I'm also okay with saying sometimes, Oh, there's nothing here for me today and I'm not going to trade. And sometimes that's a big hurdle for people too.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's just looking at the what's going on this is not a good day i'm just going to sit it out so i think that that's that, that that that's wisdom that you've learned from experience so so all right so people who are listening they say okay well this certainly makes sense because i thought about downloading an app or something like that but I, I got pretty scared because i don't know anything about it so how 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 do you coach people to say okay you're 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 in a position where you have some extra time or some money you want to start learning about this where what's 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 the first step
1: okay so the first step is just celebrating the fact that you decided to take a little buddy money and do this this is awesome however you don't want to i would actually steer clear for people to go to the really expensive stocks. so most people when they come to me and say i want to get involved in the stark stock market i'm like okay what do you want to do and they'll say well i want to trade apple or i want to trade facebook right so they pick the fang stocks and that's probably because that's what you hear about a lot or that's what a lot of people use as products, especially since we're all in lockdown or this new coronavirus living, you know, we're, we're using Amazon all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I would suggest what you want to think about is decide what kind of asset class you really want to get involved in. And you need to think about who you are. It's more of a personality quiz, I think, more so than what asset classes are out there. And you got to think about, you know, what do you like? Now, are you looking for the idea of you know, being able to place trades every day. Um, do you want to just have like an hour a day where you just go to the market and you're just looking for something and then you leave and you don't worry about it and you're in and out of the trade within that hour? You know, then maybe something like futures or some day trading in some cheaper stocks or um, some options like directional plays might be for you. You know, whereas if you're like, well, you know, I work full time, I have meetings during the day, but I have time during the day, there's always different times, I can't always check in at the same time. You know, then maybe you want to think about trading options, but using options like don't get yourself involved in the stock. Just to trade some spreads where you have predefined risk, predefined reward, and you're just checking on those. Those are slow, clicking away style trades as opposed to looking for you know those big winners, the buy and hold strategy. Um, and then if you just want to be involved in something like stocks, you know the traditional way that people get involved in it is they buy a stock and then they sell a covered call. Um, Over top of that they try to make a little bit of money as the stock price goes up as well as taking a bit of credit a little bit More off the option. I mean there's really tons of choices, but I think you need to think about how much time do you have? And how long do you really plan on doing this for and then as a result think about the asset class you're trading? Does it move enough for you for what you're really looking for it to do and are you okay with the risk if something moves all over the place? Um, one thing I, one tip I always talk to people about is, and, and, I, and I suggest you do this even with your investments. So even if you are involved in things today and you have no intention of getting out of them or actively trading them, what I would love for everybody to do is take that product and put it on a, a weekly chart or a monthly chart just for a minute and say over the last year or over the last six months, what direction has this trading instrument been going in? Up, is it sideways or is it down? And if you'll notice that over the last six months or the last year, the product has just gone sideways, or it hasn't gone up, then don't set real expectations that are outside of what's already been done in the past. Because most instruments will plug away at the same rate as they have before. So if you have an expectation that something's gonna double its money in two months, but you look for the last six months, it's actually been just steadily increasing, maybe it's steadily decreased or it's been really volatile and all over the place. You know, you got to say to yourself, it, did it do what you want it to do in the past? And if it hasn't, then you might want to reevaluate what you're in. And so many times people don't do that. And it's such a simple step, just a simple visual cue up sideways or down. And then am I setting realistic expectations based on what that has done over the last little while? So helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that makes a lot of sense. Life is all about expectations. So I appreciate that. So setting unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. I'm sure that that's a reason why people become, um, disillusioned or disenfranchised, why they lose money. Why else do people fail at this?
1: Um, I think it's just unrealistic expectations, um, too emotionally connected to your money and then, uh, just not being patient enough is really all it is. But it really, I also think, I mean, it's not just that person's fault either. I do think that, You know, our education system, we're really not setting people up for financial literacy that discusses how to be more active in the markets. I think there's a lot of um, scammy stuff out there. There's a lot of like, you know, get rich quick schemes still that haven't been kind of cleared away. And what you got, we got to get rid of that stuff and that allure. You know, trading isn't gambling. You know, if you want to go to Vegas or you want to do some poker, like that's fine and that's fun too, but I don't look at trading as a way of a high risk, I'm just going to throw something at this and see what happens. Trading is very systematic. It has rules. It has um, follow through that I need to look for. And we have to change the way we look at it so that we can achieve the results we're looking for. But I would love for, I mean, there's no reason why everybody couldn't have a little account on the side that just thought about this as more of a side hustle and said, you know, I want to just try to make enough money to take my family out to eat every weekend. And if I do, then hey, I'm happy. Rather than this notion that if you trade, you have to look to just be a millionaire and you're going to look to retire. Like, let's reduce what people's expectations are and make it more achievable. Because then once you figure it out, it's easy to scale it up. But let's start start small and, and be happy. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really about achievable goals and following through on that.
0: I think that's incredible. And, and there's certainly a lot of people out there who could very much benefit from another Another hundred dollars a week, or two hundred dollars a week, or whatever it might be. Um, so I think that that's that's excellent. Well, Sarah, go ahead.
1: Oh, I just wanted to say too. Like, I that's I have two young girls, and my goal for them when they're teenagers is if they want that, you know, I don't know what's popular going to be popular then, but that Abercrombie <laughs> and Fitch shirt, I think I'm going to make them trade for it. I think I'm going to say your your allowance is going to be. In trading, and whatever you make <laughs> in your account is what you can spend every week. I don't know. That's my plan.
0: <laughs> I, I think that that's awesome. So we will check back. We will check back on that. Well, Sarah, <laughs> Sa- Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Yeah, so my tip is definitely, like I reiterated today, that trading is a skill, and it, you need to think about it that way. It is going to take some time at the beginning to figure it out, but as you figure it out, it's very liberating. It's a pretty cool experience because there's not many things in life that you can, can absolutely control every step of the way. You can decide what you want to do. It feels really good to put together a trade that works and you've made money on it. You decide the length of time you want to be in it. All of it. It's all under your control. But remember, it's a skill that you need to learn over time with realistic expectations. And then anybody can do this.
0: Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you?
1: I hope everybody comes over to YouCanTrade.com. On YouCanTrade, we have lots of different coaches trading live. We have lots of courses for you to be able to learn, multiple asset classes, whatever you want to do is there. And just to interact with it, we have a free community. So come on and sign up, and uh, I'll see you at the next webinar at YouCanTrade.
0: I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Sarah your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to YouCanTrade.com. Check out all the great resources sitting in on one of those webinars that are coming up. Thanks good Sarah.
1: Thank you. Have a great day. Happy trading.
0: <laughs> and until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive 2-Week Online Boot Camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.